Hello there, welcome to Blue Milk Latte, a Star Wars podcast. I am your host, Kent, Blue Milk Latte Solace, and with me as always aboard the Blue Milk Latte Star Cruiser is our trusty co-pilot, Chris Christophsis Mead. Hey guys, what's up? Hey, welcome back. This week, this is the way. We are back with a lot of Mando goodness. Uh, we're going to be covering the Mando Season 3 trailer. We have a yep. shot-by-shot breakdown that we're going to be doing here in a minute. We did uh, post uh, simultaneously a YouTube video, which is just a very quick video of our faces that you guys never see. So if you guys want to see our faces, go there and uh, watch the video. We do a very quick interpretation. It's the very first time that we see the trailer, so we didn't do that much of a super-duper in-depth breakdown on the trailer because we saw it with fresh eyes, and yeah, we kind of just gave our organic response to it. Um but uh, yeah, this entire episode is going to be Mando Season 3 trailer. It's the one that uh, dropped on um, Monday Night Football during the playoffs. Um, it's going to be the last trailer we pretty much get until the uh, initial release. I'm sure we'll get a, you know one or two more TV spots and a couple other things leading up. Uh, but yeah, I got, it was definitely did its job. It got us uh, amped, it got us pumped and ready for Mando Season 3. um do you think um so uh, if you guys haven't seen the trailer please go watch it um then go watch our youtube video then come here and then you know that'll be half your day right there just kidding (laughs) it'll be just be a few minutes it's actually not that much time but um before we get into the uh shot by shot breakdown um we will very briefly just do our star wars adventures from this last week chris what would you like to any Star Wars adventures from this last uh, week? I mean, yeah. I mean, we're still watching Bad Batch. This last episode was actually really, really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you watched it yet? Uh, yes, I have. But okay. uh, we're gonna be, yeah, we'll do. Uh, we're gonna be doing a every three episodes or so. We'll be doing a Bad Batch bonanza, where we kind of get caught up on all the Bad Batch stuff going on. Um, but yeah, yeah, I did see it. It was pretty darn good. Yeah, no, it's good. Yeah. Um, any other Star Wars adventures? Uh, nope, just same old, same old that. Still finishing working on Ronin. Still going well. Very good. Cool. Um, for me, yeah, watching Bad Batch as well. I did finally get an Amazon uh, exclusive that I got for my Funko Pop collection. It's number 567. It's Anakin Skywalker dual wielding a, uh, his lightsabers there. Um, it's pretty awesome. Um, yeah. I think that's pretty much it for my Star Wars adventures. Oh, if there's any Step Brothers fans in the house, John C. Riley wears a Yoda t-shirt throughout the movie. Yeah. Here and there. Yeah. I really wanted it, so I re- I've been meaning to get it for years, but I just always like forget about it. But this time I seized the moment and I found it and I'm wearing it right now as we record. You know what that image is from, right? Return of the Jedi? It's the box art. Yeah, 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 yeah. For from like the nineteen ninety seven ish. The one we did all the half face releases. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We got a Vader on a New Hope, right? Yeah. And then we got a Stormtrooper on Empire. Dude, that Stormtroopers are definitely like the poster boys and stuff, but that cover alone, the Empire Strikes yeah. Back with the Stormtrooper. Yeah, it's pretty great. It's pretty epic and amazing. And then yeah, you got you obviously Yoda on the Return of the Jedi one. Yep. Pretty epic covers. Would you say the best home video? Let's just, we're going to do a quick separation here. Do you think this is the best home video release covers that you've seen? I think yes. I can't think of any that really top it. 
Of other Star Wars ones, or just in general? I'm talking just about any Star Wars uh, home video release. Star Wars, um... That's pretty good packaging. Pretty epic packaging, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay, cool. Um. Yeah, so that's it for Star Wars Adventures. Let's get back here into this Mando Season 3 goodness. Um. What did... Uh, real quick, I want to talk about this real quick, actually. Um. How much of the what we've seen so far from previous trailer to this trailer do you think we'll see? Do you think we've seen stuff from uh, episodes one through eight, or do you think they're pretty much only just showing us what we're going to be seeing from like the first three or four episodes? I feel like we're, we've seen stuff from one through eight, uh, which again, if you haven't watched this trailer, I'm going to spoil something because we actually do see him go to Mandalore. Yes, we actually see Mandalore, so I have a feeling that's got to be late in the season yeah so i can't imagine he goes to mandalore in the first couple episodes and then what does he do the rest of the season since his whole thing is going to mandalore i'm gonna so here we go we'll get into this actually during the trailer actually i don't want to talk about it right now but i do think i'm of the other school of opinion where i think we've only seen most of the footage barring maybe like one shot i think is from the first three or four episodes i think there's some stuff happening in the back half end I said that weird back end of the season um, where we haven't seen Jack from you. And I'll get into that when we get into the trailer breakdown. Um, but anyway, here we go. So in the opening shots, uh, we have a very nice landscape of Mandalorians um, walking along a rocky ridge. And uh, the Mandalorian is saying our people are scattered. Um uh, like stars in the galaxy, and we have uh, these unique looking mandos. Some wearing like a aqua green, some wearing mando. So, I'm sorry, some wearing maroon, some wearing yellow colored armor. So, do you think these are Lucasfilm costume design mandos, or do you think they recruited uh, Mando Legion people like they did with the stormtroopers in the first couple of seasons? That's a, a very good question. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. These are like Lucasfilm ones. You think so? I think so. I mean, I could be wrong. If there's any cosplayers out there that are listening that know of anything where I'm right or wrong, please let us know. Um, but yeah, no, I think while there are, they look just as good, or, or the a lot of the cosplayers we see wear ones right. just as good, if not better, on some of them. Right. Um, I do think, yeah, that. Uh, not that they put like super duper, you know, care into each and every shot, but I feel like when it comes to guys wearing the armor, they're pretty specific about like, oh, you should wear this and you should have that and that sort of thing. Well, right, but so the Mando guys are real specific about it too. The uh, Cosmo Legions, yeah, because I mean they have rules and things. I've looked into it before; like it's ridiculous. Like, you have yeah, to pick a region and a time period. True, and true, true. Design, helmet designs or certain like true of Mandos, like the whole thing. I just feel like we would have maybe I know that you probably have to sign a NDA for right. sure, but I feel like just something would have leaked out like, oh, hey, I was recruited with my armor and I got to go on the Mandalorian. I mean, we maybe maybe we'll hear about stories about that. Although, coming out. I don't know that we heard about the stormtroopers until after the seasons had first season had dropped. True. And they recruited so, all the, the 501st guys to be in the, the first season. So you might be right. They may just have some ironclad NDAs. I just like their colors are just random enough that I feel like it's like it's like Mando cosplayers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you. 
Um, next shot, we get the classic uh, Lucasfilm LTD logo uh, on silver chrome. And then we have Mando and Grogu blasting through space. Uh, Mandal- um, Mando's telling Grogu being a Mandalorian is uh, not just about learning how to fight. Um, you see Grogu, you know, getting lost in the wonder of light speed. Um, and- I feel like the other half of the season, the other big theme this season is Mando, like, trying to kind of really be a father. Yeah. First of all, he's just kind of taking care of Grogu yeah. until he got him to the Jedi. But then now that Grogu has made the decision to stay with Mando, I feel like we're going to see what is it like to be adopted into the Mandalorian clan. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably fair. I feel like that's true. probably what the speech is about is like, you know, kind of, te- you know, teaching him about, about his, his adopted people now. Yeah. Um, I think so. The next line here is, uh, you also, so being a Mandalorian is not just about knowing how to fight. Um, you also have to know how to navigate the galaxy. That's kind of what he's telling him. So I think this is where my whole theory about we've only seen footage from the three first three or four episodes comes into play. I think much in the way that Grogu was taken in season two, I think we might have mentioned this before, like a lot of episodes ago. I think Mando gets captured or gets lost, not lost, but taken or something by either Moff, Gideon or some other force. And then Grogu is the one who like has to like maybe him along with the group of ma- other Mandalorians that we're seeing have to go rescue him. Uh, that makes sense because there is. I mean, we do in the first trailer we do a shot of Bo-Katan. Is it Bo-Katan and, and Grogu? Yeah, uh, yeah, there is. Yeah, yeah. Where she's like, oh, you thought your dad was the only Mando? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you do that shot, and then there's a shot in this trailer where you see Grogu's by himself. Yeah. So I, I and I think so. I think. The, the first arc or a few episodes is going to be him getting to Mandalore, getting his redemption or, or getting, you know, to be reclaimed, which I think that's the easy part of his quest in this season. OK, I think that's the fairly easy part. Okay. It's what happens or transpires maybe in a midseason finale in episodes like three or four that um, sets up the tone for how it, you know, it ends. Plus, I mean, if they if you if you look at the track record of season two. And if you look at the Boba Fett, if you look at Bo- Book of Boba Fett, I feel like there's cameos galore that are going to be popping up that we have no idea. Well, yeah, we haven't seen any shots from the episode that's just Boba Fett. <laughs> chapter <laughs> Chapter five, the Book of Boba Fett returns. Yep. <laughs> it's just him. Yeah, we haven't seen that shot yet. Not yet. Um, so, but, but we have seen here in the trailer um, after... Uh, Mando is talking to Grogu. He says, uh, that way you'll never be lost. And it has a shot of him landing on Navarro with Grogu and a uh, monkey lizard there. Kowakian monkey lizard. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Kowakian monkey lizard. And we got Grief Karga swagged out. He's got some really nice gold, red and gold robes on. He's meeting up with him. Yeah, that's the one shot. I don't know how it fits into the narrative because, like, I don't know how Grief... Karga is connected to this whole like going back to Mandalore rec- reclaiming a thing. He probably just goes there to, I don't know, check in. <clears throat> I don't know. Yeah, no, it seems kind of a random like shot, but it's got to be important for something. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he picks up. I don't know. I was gonna say like a side quest from there for like one episode. Maybe. 
Maybe like his main quest is getting a Mandalorian. But he's like, well, I need money or I need this or I need this to, you know, maybe I'll go to Navarro and pay him a visit. Yeah, no, probably something. Like <clears throat> I think it's also safe to assume. Oh, that's going. Mm, we'll just do this now. Why not? A uh, quick break from that, but we are. It's still very much so Mandalorian. With the according to HollywoodReporter.com, pretty reputable source, they have listed all the directors that are associated with Mandalorian season two. We have a show essentially showrunner for season three, uh, Rick Famuyiwa returning. Uh, he's done some of my favorite Disney plus star Wars stuff of all time. Uh, I really love him directing anything star Wars. So I'm really excited. I hope, um, he gets at least two episodes in on this season, uh, but he's for sure at least getting one next up. We have black Panther cinematographer, Rachel Morrison, um minari filmmaker lee isaac chung i don't know much about minari i've yeah i don't know that one either yeah but i, uh, I recognize the name i just i couldn't tell you what the movie was about or anything yeah uh, he's gonna be uh coming in there mandalorian actor carl weathers and the reason why i jumped to this real quick is i would assume that the episode grief karga is in carl weathers is directing that episode because yeah. The one he did that was he direct from season two he was very much so like the co-lead in that right. one so yeah, no, that makes sense yeah um, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse's Peter Ramsey, who is one of the co-directors on that movie. Um, he's going to be taking a shot at an episode. And then returning Mando director Bryce Dallas Howard. I mean, yeah, you can't have a Mando season without Bryce Dallas Howard. Yeah, yeah. You think we have a surprise Favreau episode in there? Um, well, we have six directors listed. Cause, uh, and then we have eight episodes to work with. Because Favreau directed one episode every season? Yeah. Uh, no. No? Season one, he left. He pretty much just produced and wrote. Oh, okay. He, uh, he didn't direct until the pilot, ep- not pilot, uh, the first opening episode of season two. Oh, okay. Um, but no, I, I think, I don't think he directed anything just because he's probably so entrenched in writing of season four and then also you know kind of co-chairing ahsoka and then skeleton crew because he's kind of you know i feel like he's the impromptu godfather of this whole little well yeah no felony and favreau are definitely the together make up the foggy of the star wars universe yeah on disney plus yeah yeah um but uh yeah so i don't think he's gonna be directing anything but um you never know i could be wrong so and next we jump to a shot of uh, Mando and Grogu in their N1 Starfighter modded out, going through clouds and rain. Um, and then we see the armor, uh, you know, doing what she does, smelting something. Is that right? Smelting? Does that sound yeah, right? That's fine. Yeah, blacksmithing. <laughs> Star Star smithing it up. Yep. And he's telling her he's going to Mandalore, and Grogu looks at him like, "What the heck?" Never said anything about that. Um, kind of cute. And then next we have a shot of Mandalore burnt to a crisp. Uh, and he says, so that I may be forgiven for my transgressions. Which, you know, they're probably going to have to go into this a little bit more because he essentially belongs to one sect right. of Mandalorians. Right. Bo-Katan doesn't observe no. this whole take your helmet off crap, I don't think. No, if I remember, I think the current working theory is that he is part of the Death Watch Mandos, yeah, yeah. who were aligned with Darth Maul yeah. and the Clone Wars, yeah, uh, and they were like exiled to the moon, 
I feel like they're Moon of Mandalore. Yeah. Okay. I, I think that's I, I'm probably wrong, but I, I believe that's that's the storyline. And they were exiled for being like you know mall supporters and fanatics. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Um, next up, we have a shot of R five poking his head out the window. That's the same R five from New Hope that blows up, blows his motivator. Yep, bad motivator. He's uh, he's motivated now. He's going on an adventure with Dindrarin. So there's that. Pelimodos yells, "May the Force be with you," which, and the Mandalorian says, "This is the way." And there's a whole bunch of fireworks and stuff. I don't know. We don't know what planet that is on no. exactly. Um. No, there's not enough to work with, I don't think. And then they punch it to light speed on March 1st. And then we get, this is all new footage, uh, a epic shot of Coruscant, the the, the skyline uh, with traffic and tall buildings and everything in there. And then Captain Corsantiva says there's something dangerous happening out there. And by the time it becomes big enough out there, uh, it'll be, uh, sorry, for you to act, uh, it'll be too late. And then next we have uh, Mando... Um, entering a cave of some sort. Uh, looks like it's gonna be on like in the caves on Mandalore, and uh, he's gonna be lifting up a Mando helmet, probably burnt uh, during the uh, Night of a Thousand Tears. Um, and uh, looks pretty ominous. And then the next shot here, we have it looks like a slightly uh, younger Grogu. He has a little less gray hair, and his head. Um. Kind of doesn't match, I think, how f- how he fills out his little suit, his little sack now. Okay. <laughs> his his head looks just smaller. Smaller, right. In his sack. Okay. I don't know. Um, And then it looks like it's going to be kind of a flashback of him escaping or being taken out of uh, the Jedi Temple on Coruscant. It is, to me anyway, it's very reminiscent of uh, Deborah Chow's opening shot from uh kenobi see i have a different take on this okay i feel like this could be a flashback to something further back than clone wars uh maybe we'll see some history of the dark saber okay this could be like the first mando jedi uh you know breaking ties with the jedi okay yeah um i I think you did say i remember you saying something about how um you think it might Wait, you said dark saber already? It could yeah. be the dark saber, yep. maybe breaking down the door, even. Yep. There. Yeah, because there's something cutting through the door. Yeah. I mean, it looks like a little more sparky than like a lightsaber would be, but this means not a lightsaber. True. Um, there and there is one thing. So I was also thinking, if it was going to be from some other thing, it might be High Republic. But if you look really closely, the shot, at least from what we've seen from a lot of the concept art and stuff, most of the Jedi are wearing. Like you're more light or white, uh, t- like type of robes. Okay. Uh, as far as like you know, light light brown. These guys are all wearing like darker brown robes, very reminiscent of prequel era type robes that would be worn. Right. I just uh, I've just kind of got Order sixty six fatigue, so I don't know if I really need to see it <laughs> again from a different point of view. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. get it. The clones came in, slaughter all the Jedi. We're all well, sad about it. Not all of them. Not Grogu. Well, not Grogu. We need to see Grogu escape. Right. Yeah. Well, not Grogu and like the 10 other random Jedis are running around. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. And then next up, we have some, it uh, looks like TIE fighters of some kind. Chris, interceptors. Sorry. Interceptors. Um, so we got some interceptors chasing down. 
What what did you call that ship again? Uh, it's a Mandalore Fang Fighter. Okay. Fang Fighter. Yeah. Nice. Pretty cool. Uh, Kyle's got the the Lego set for him. Nice. Yeah. So it uh, looks like what this looks like a new planet to you because it's rocky. Uh, it's got some rock form. That kind of looks like a Wookiee, even though it's a rock. Right. <laughs> but it kind of looks like Chewy. Yeah. If you do like a very quick shot where Mandalore, the Mando says, "Hang on, kid." It looks like Chewie's just yelling at him. Well, and it's and it's they're not they're not in Mando's ship. They're that's a different ship. So I don't know what I don't know what that shot is. That could be more footage from Night of a Thousand Tears. Oh well, yeah, that shot, and then they're just interlacing it with yes. whatever Mando's doing. Well, they're doing that a lot here because I think uh, I think there's that other shot earlier where the uh, X-Wing space cop is like talking about something dangerous happening and then and like, it cuts to the Mando shot, but that shot's He's not... clearly at Mandalore right. with Bo-Katan. Right. It's a whole different background. It doesn't match what that guy's background is. You're yeah. like, these people aren't talking to each other at all. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, he's... Whoever he is, he's pulling some pretty sweet maneuvers. Yep. If it is Mando or if it's some other pilot um, evading some TIE interceptors. And then next up, we get a shot of... Uh, it's pretty cool. shot. It's a droid bar mando's worst nightmare mando's worst nightmare yeah yeah um we have some b1 battle droids we have some r2 units we have some c well well, protocol droids yeah protocol droids protocol droids one of them actually in the background background he kind of looks like he was like concept c3po yeah yeah and then or is he that one torture droid from uh jabba's palace of trade jedi could be that one the ones like burning the feet off the gonk droid. Yeah, could yeah. be that one. Um, but yeah, no, there's not a human or an alien in sight. It's literally all droids. Makes me kind of wonder what concoctions they're drinking. Just right. oil, grease. And when can you try it yourself at Gog's Edge? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's they they take the uh, they take the grease from the yip yip yep. chicken and they just pour it like all <laughs> in a cup. Here you go. That'll be twelve fifty. Do you have an annual pass? Oh, wait, they don't do that anymore. Aww. No, it's a magic key. Oh, okay. Magic keys now. Do you have a magic key? Do you have a magic key? No, I have DVC. Oh, DVC? Vacation. Disney Vacation Club. Yep. Do you get a discount with that? Yep, I do. Year-round? Yep, I do. Even if you're not on vacation? Correct. Man. Yeah, 10%. Anytime I go to Disney, downtown Disney, oh buy my, my Star Wars stuff. Oh, my God. I'm missing out. I need to be part of that DVC. All right, and then next up, speak. Hey, speaking of amusement parks, the next shot is we get. Uh, we've seen this before already, but we get some uh, Mando's like jet dropping out of a ship, and I hope this is Batu. It kind of has similar architecture to Batu. Chris, I think you said it might have been, or you think it might be Navarro, probably uh, most likely. Well, I, I mean, maybe because the next shot kind of looks like Navarro, yeah, like when they're on the ground fighting, yeah, but then. It also doesn't really make sense because why would Navarro like be under attack by Mandos? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, unless okay, so here's 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 a different theory. What if this is part of the flashback of how Din became a Mando? That could be cool because we know that like you know a, a Mandos were taking out battle droids. Yeah, uh, and so maybe this is a flashback to Clone Wars era. That would be pretty sweet. I'd be down for that. Um, I really hope it's Batu. I just want to see Batu in some sort of live action iteration. I'm sure it'll happen. It, it has to, because the synergy is just they're, they're really pushing synergy with like <laughs> the, the Star Cruiser and Batu 
in like all the other medias. Like this is the only place we haven't seen it is live action yet. Yeah. I'm going to actually take it a step further. I want them to be full tilt, middle of war. People are falling left and right. Eat a Ronto rep? And then, no, 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 even better. <laughs> Someone throws a thermal detonator to Mando and he says, thank you. I need, hy- I need hydration. And he uncorks the thermal yeah. detonator and pounds a Coca-Cola. It doesn't blow anybody up. <laughs> He just drinks a Coke in the middle of this epic battle. This episode brought to you by Coke? Yeah. <laughs> Talk about viral marketing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh. I mean, if Talk you've ever places. been to Disneyland, their sponsorships are pretty hard everywhere. Like, if you go wash your hands, they're like, you're using Dial Soap. Right. Thank you. It's, like, marketed everywhere. I love it. Anyway, back to Star Wars land. <clears throat> we got the uh, Mandos dropping in. We got a, a heavy Mando trooper. It, I don't think it's John Favreau's because his armor was a little bit more of a blue tinge. This one almost looks like Judge Dread red. Yeah. Plus the helmet looks different too. Yeah, but another heavy Mando, so that's pretty cool. Another pop I have to buy. Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, we got an alien dropping with some uh, Babu Fricks laughing at him. Yep. I wonder... Here, let's just do this real quick. No, I'm not going to do that because I'm scared. Um, I wonder if Babu Fricks have a species, though. They do. I don't remember what it is, but they do. Yeah. It's kind of weird that they all have the Fu Manchu. You'd think some of them would be like, yeah, I don't like that. I'm going to shave my Fu Manchu little mustache. That's disrespectful to our culture. Oh. Their religion, their religion dictates they have Fu Manchus. You're less of a Babu Frick if you have the yep. no, no Fu Manchu? Okay. Yep. Okay, that makes sense. All right, so next shot we have... Grogu in a cave. He's in his little pram. Pram? Yeah, pram. Yes. And then uh, I think this like it's like a Morlock type alien monster jumps down that looks like he wants to like eat him or do something terrible. Uh, Morlocks for all you time machine fans out there. Um, we get we get a we get an appearance. It looks like. Um, <clears throat> and then wouldn't you know it? Grogu just yeets him out of the cave and uh, comes out hand up using the force pretty yep. cool pretty epic pretty cool way to end the trailer and then you get the uh, star wars the mandalorian season three march 1st uh banner uh looks pretty awesome we're excited and then you get the disney plus blue banner there to end it and that is the trailer pretty cool stuff pretty cool stuff um anything uh you want to mention about the trailer that we haven't mentioned already uh, it looks good. It's got a bunch of footage we haven't seen before. We're gonna go full transparency here, okay. guys. We're gonna go. If you guys have made it this far in the episode, I know it's a fairly shorter one, but we're gonna go full transparent. We lost half the episode while we we're recording that, so yeah. as some of our thoughts seem a little here or there jumbled, <laughs> it's because we already recorded this portion. So thank you guys for sticking with us, because uh, yeah, we're trying we're, to remember what we said. We're doing this times two, and we're trying to remember, but then also maybe in putting newer thoughts into it because we're like well actually that doesn't make sense based on what we said last time anyway (laughs) quick little meta thing where we're breaking down anyway um we really like the trailer it did exactly what it set out to do which is get us hyped and uh you're hyped right yeah definitely hyped cool even though it's almost 11 o'clock at night yeah yeah and Amanda season three isn't until march 1st was like a whole month and a half away gonna have a whole month and a half of hypeness yep very nice. All right. Uh, that's pretty much all we got for you guys this week. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, we will be back next week with more Star Wars slash Blue Milk Latte goodness. What would you like to leave with the 
the good people, Chris. Uh, show a little love to our uh, sister Lucas Films uh, stuff on Disney Plus and check out the Willow Show. Uh, it's uh, it's interesting. How many episodes are there? Uh, it's only like eight, like forty five minutes or an hour. Yeah, like forty five around there. Yeah, How about that. Yeah, I was holding off because I was gonna just binge it. Okay, but I've seen things here and there that I'm. You know what? And it's actually been a good. It's been a good decade or so since I've seen the original Willow. Not gonna lie. I know a lot of people had Willow like uh, a top of the thing, but for me. As far as Lucasfilm goes, I mean, I'm sure a lot of more people fall into this boat, what I'm about to say, but it was like Star Wars and Indiana Jones. Uh, right. Your your American graffitis and your Willows were kind of, I was like, oh, cool, Lucasfilm stuff. But uh, the, it was the other two that were kind of. Well, Willow is interesting because he didn't direct that one. It's a Ron Howard joint, so. <laughs> it's, a, <laughs> it's a Ron Howard uh, master picture. Yeah. Spike Jones. Is a Spike Jones? Well, Spike Lee always calls his movies. I know. know, What did I say? Spike Jones? Who the hell is Spike Jones? I think I'm thinking of Spike Jonzy or Jonzy. No, Spike Lee, the director. No, I know who Spike Lee is, but there's also another film guy. Well, there's Spike Jones, yeah. He's the guy who did uh, Being Time Out. He's like part of Jackass, too, randomly. Oh. Believe it or not. Is Spike Jones the guy who did Being John Malkovich? uh, Yeah, he's he's a weird guy. Yeah. Just kidding. Spike Jones, you're not listening at all, but (laughs) if you are, you're not weird. You're cool. (laughs) <laughs> all right uh and i will leave you guys with um watch the mandalorian season three trailer at least three more times because seasons three you know you gotta do things in three yep yeah there you go uh thank you guys so much for listening may the force be with you and this is the way have a good week Mm-hmm. <laughs>